0: is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection. Preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. We're glad to have you back on New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. We're opening up the mailbag today for Ted Alatsis over at the Alatsis Law Firm there in Brooklyn, New York. Should be a good show. we got a few different questions that came in touching on a variety of estate planning topics. If you have a question for us, we'd love to hear from you as well. You can always call 718-233-2903. Ted, welcome in. How are you today?
1: Good, Ben. How are you?
0: I am doing well. Uh, the new year, you guys uh, have a lot of big uh, expectations or goals this year, or is it just kind of uh, continuing on with what you've been doing?
1: Well, a little bit of both, um, you know, what, continuing what we're doing and hope that the uh, continues to uh to grow and uh we can provide you know excellent service to our clients that's our That's our overall goal. It always is.
0: Yeah, I know. And that's the reason why we do this podcast. It's all about educating you. And and, and there's plenty of great resources online at ElatzisLawfirm.com. videos and podcasts as well. If you have questions about anything in the estate planning world, start there. You might be able to find your your answers there uh, online. But if you want to call and follow up and maybe get some specific answers on your situation or start your estate plan, you can always do so by calling 718-233-2903. All right, we like to do this from time to time on the show, but the legalese of the day, miss pulling out a term that you might come across when uh, when reading about or, or learning about estate planning or maybe having a conversation with your attorney, but full faith and credit clause. This is Article 4, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution. I don't know much about this one, Ted, so I'm looking forward to learning
1: today. <laughs> that That's, uh, I'm glad to hear that, Ben. Um, so I'm not a constitutional scholar myself, <laughs> but, you know, the full faith and credit clauses uh contained in article 4 of the US Constitution. It basically it says that every state must recognize the public acts and records, judicial proceedings of every other state. So, you know, if a, a law is valid, so so in the context of an estate plan, for example, if uh if someone follows the laws of New York in terms of preparing their estate plan and it's executed in accordance with those laws and it's valid in New York for those reasons, then it's going to be valid in Alabama or Florida or Texas or anywhere else.
0: But there are situations, I guess, though, that you do need to check on specific assets or, or specific parts of your estate plan. Right to that, that vary from state to state.
1: That's correct. So, so while while the state is required to um, recognize the validity of the document itself, um, it isn't necessarily required to. Uh, recognize the validity of the terms and conditions within the document as it pertains to assets that may exist in that particular state or with regards to some of the the applicability of certain provisions so you know it it, it is important that when you move from one state to another That not only are you uh, evaluating whether what you have is valid from a procedural standpoint, you want to also make sure that from a substantive standpoint, it's going to be valid and recognized for what you want it to to be recognized.
0: Very good. So that's full faith and credit clause. Great uh, little breakdown there for that. All right, let's jump into the mailbag. I got a few questions today. Want to run by you. Uh, Start with Trent here says my old will was done over twenty years ago when the kids were young. It listed my parents as executors and guardians for my minor children, and all the money was to be given to the children. The kids are now grown up. I still want my kids to get money, but do I need to make any updates?
1: Trent, that's a great question. It's one of those questions that people come in and ask all the time. You know, they they, so you know twenty years is a long time to go with an estate plan, especially when you're talking about you know minor children in that plan and, and guardianships and things of that nature. Which no longer are applicable. Uh, you certainly want to address, you know, the changes that have occurred in your family over time. And, you know, in 20 years, I'm sure there are other changes that, you know, perhaps have occurred that you haven't even, you know, realized or articulated in, in this, you know, mailbag question. So I think it's worthwhile to sit down with an attorney, go over your current estate plan, take a look at what your your current wishes are and what it is that you're looking to accomplish, and address them, you know, the way, the way you want to address them. So certainly I think you should make some updates.
0: Very good. And, and, and I point you to our last episode, we kind of went through some different scenarios when you might want to look into having updates done or adjustments made to your estate plan. So trying to uh, go back and check that one out as well, if you haven't uh, done so. All right. Next question here from Sam says, I don't have kids right now, but I'm planning on having them in the future. Is there anything I can do when setting up my plan right now for children that don't exist yet? And what if I ended up never having kids then?
1: Sam, that's a, that's a great question. So, you know, it, it it's one of those things that, you know, you can certainly try to put together a plan that provides that if you have children, you're gonna they're gonna get a certain percentage or, you know, whatever it is that you're looking looking to do. But if you don't end up having children, it becomes one of these clauses that's out there and becomes potentially problematic for anyone who's probating or addressing your estate plan in in court. So you, you want to, you know, be as uh specific as you can with regards to you know who your beneficiaries are and you know the the uh, anticipation that your family is going to grow, and I think that as your family grows, I think you you should continue to update your estate plan to reflect the growth in your family. Um, I I think it's just it it just avoids you know many missteps later on when when attempting to to probate or administer your estate, um, and and just makes it much clearer for your beneficiaries to deal with. So certainly, you know having having a plan that's more specific and updated, you know makes makes a lot more sense, Sam.
0: Is that a question that pops up uh very often, Ted, where people are looking ahead at, at maybe what's to come and, and trying to plan that out that that they might try to start making plans before anything ever happens?
1: Yeah, I, I mean we, we get questions like this all the time and certainly, you know, our, our initial advice is to say, you know, you probably don't want to start doing something, you know, that uh that broad um until until the situation has actually occurred. So we certainly don't recommend, you know, doing a plan like that. Um but you know, it, 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 it is something that people have, have talked about, you know, trying to do.
0: All right, Sam, again, if you want to follow up with Ted, you can always do so at elastislawfirm.com. All right. One more here from Ron it says, my wife and I recently did our estate plan. Then we moved to a different state six months later. None of our wishes have changed. We want everything to stay the same. So we do, we need to redo our plan. This is perfect. So it kind of ties into our legal ease.
1: Yeah, Ron. So that's a great question. And it does go back to, to the full faith and credit question. You know, certainly, you know, as long as your, your plan was validly done in the state that you um, prepared your plan in, then the state where you, you've moved to is going to recognize the plan as being valid. Now, the question is going to become whether now that you've relocated and you've you know, perhaps changed some of your assets, you know, maybe you, you bought a new house or something of that nature, you know, how does your plan, the way it's written, affect the laws or it, or how is your the plan that you have affected by the laws of your new state so that um you know the the issue of for example the house you know how how that would transfer you know uh as and and does it conflict with how your estate plan was intended so you you should sit down with a, an attorney in the new state to go over your you know new assets you know where your new assets are if there are any, and then certainly uh, address how your plan addresses those assets and whether it addresses them sufficiently so that your wishes can can continue.
0: Probably a good idea in general, Ted, uh, at least I would think that whenever you do move that you sit down or at least ahead of time get with your estate planning attorney that you're currently working with and have a relationship with just to kind of figure that stuff out before or, or right after, right? I mean, it, ignoring it completely is probably not a good
1: idea. Absolutely.
0: All right, again, if you have questions for Ted, we'd love to hear from you, at latsislawfirm.com. That is the website. You can send them in there. Also, make sure you go back through our past podcasts. we had a lot of great estate planning conversations, maybe something that you have a question about we can already answer through one of our past shows, but we always are, are excited to hear from you and uh, encourage you to call in and, and reach out with anything that's on your mind. 718-233-2903 is that number. And again, we'll try to feature more uh, questions on future podcasts as well. So send them in to us we'd love to hear from you. All right, Ted, that'll do it for us today here on New York's Asset Protection Roundtable. Look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: Same here, Ben. Always great to talk to you.
0: Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe and we will talk to you on our next episode. Take care.